fuck do you snap like that? Sounds like a fucking Foley sound effect. Well, I got no nail, like, you know, beyond the stub on this thumb, so it helps, so I just... Well, now that you're paying attention, I can't fucking do it. There's just, there's something to it. You, I yes, keep waiting for something to happen every time you do it. There's a like sharpness. to appear Like in magic. The you expect there. magic to happen. Yeah. There's a sharpness to the sound that you make. That it's I'm, crisp. It's, it feels like the fucking Foley artist's wet dream of a snap. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> it sounds like it's not being made by you snapping. It's being made by something to make it sound like snapping, which makes it the most perfect quintessential snap. It's like balsa wood. See, look good. Yeah, yeah see, well, now what happens now that, you're, now, that, now that I'm under scrutiny? Oh. Refractory period for my thumb. Spent. Is, uh... Initiating Vulpine Protocol. Designation Liz. Mindy. Caitlin and Karen. That's all I got, though. Pretty good head turn, <laughs> I was, Karen. I was trying to. I was trying you to do a little, do a little robot head turn. I, I know. She's I was, like, "What are you talking about? I'm not doing anything." I wasn't doing nothing. <laughs> That's when we start to hear the servos actually whirring inside of her and realize it's all been a lie. Error. Error. I am error. Warning. Mothership reporting. No. Insert more cheese. <laughs> oh, that'll get your gears all messed up. And... Oh, I'm Bender, baby. Please insert liquor. <laughs> Oh, crap, there are readers here. Hey, hey. Oh, hi, hey. readers. How long have you been there? Oh, Hello. totally human conversation about things and bodily fluids and whatnot. Delete. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so it sounds like we're all pretty familiar with robots as exist in our country. <laughs> right? No more than normal people, though. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally not a robot. I, I have a question that mm. a, a human person would ask, and yes. it's totally not a robot. <laughs> yes? How may I help you? <laughs> um, what is the difference between a robot and an android? I'm so glad you asked that question. What's a kind of phone? Oh. Boo, 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 boo. Oh, shut it down. Ding, ding. No, but um, so yeah, yeah, robots, androids, and, all, and everything in between. So an android really just basically has traditionally been used to refer to specifically to robots that have a human form. So Data is an android. Data is an android, absolutely. But Rosie from the Jetsons is a robot. Even though I know that they're like, you know, she's... I would say R2-D2 is a robot. R2-D2 is a robot. No, he's a droid. Well, that's what's interesting in that George Lucas went and fucked with the terminology. Uh, okay. And suddenly a droid refers to all of his robots, even the ones that are clearly made from janitorial trash cans from your local elementary school. <laughs> gonk. I love the gonk. I love the gonk, too. I just also have, you know, an urge to, like, throw my lunch out in him. I get that. He gets hungry, though. It's cool. Yeah. Gonk. 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 Have I told you about Battlefront? Yeah. Rescuing all the gonks. Rescue the gonk. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so apparently, I was looking this up, the term android seems to, in terms of recorded usage, seems to predate the word robot. Because the word robot came in with, oh god, I know the name, Chapek. Um, it appeared in a play. It was something, 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 I don't know. But that was where the, fir- the first use of the word robot, and it's in the 20th century. Whereas android was used as early as the eight, mid-1800s. Mid really? Mid-19th century, yeah. What about automaton? Or automaton. Oh, uh, that's probably that probably goes. I think that goes back to the Greeks, doesn't it? Because like that kind of that kind of concept existed like even back then. A mechanical man. Yeah. Well, didn't it start with golems? I was I was thinking my people. Yeah, that I was would, thinking golem. Do that golems would be... count as robots though? Like, aren't they kind of like? I'm I'm just asking. I don't no, know why this, I just said is, that to you. Like, no, Mindy's gonna a, be really is, offended. Like, are a, you questioning this shit? Well, but that's well, a valid world. Like, that that's a valid like you know pop cultural question. It's like where like what what is the er example of this this thing? Because well, I think of them as needing to be mechanical, and I thought that golems were sort of like rock monsters powered by like yeah, they're animated magic or something. Yeah, well, the spirit of God. Well, that, okay, the spirit of well, no, my my question what, is what could are, possibly be more magical than that, Liz? Are are golems alive? What is life, really? No, but like wow. the the sigil, <laughs> this, they, they they literally say life on them, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's not like we're talking about like Dorful here from like but, the, the disc world. There, oh, there's a there are golems in the disc world. That's and right. One of them learns to speak, and his name is Dorful. Anyway, no. So like traditionally, the traditional idea of a robot is is mechanical in nature, though more specifically electric or electronic, as opposed to like gears. 
or steam powered. Yeah, exactly. Because in but I mean, like that's some that's not a that, that's something that does exist in fiction too. But that's where you might m- m- be more inclined to use the word, you know, automaton or automaton. Clockwork men. Clockwork men. Yes. So Frankenstein's monster. Not a robot. Not a robot. That's okay. a person. That's true. I just wanted to make sure. together from other it's people. Many people. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a plan. Person. So several people in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for parts of the story. Yeah. yeah. That's a robot. Okay. It's fine. Sure. Okay. Well, I just wanted to be, because I, I don't, I don't science fiction nearly as much as the rest of you. And sure. so I'm like, I know in my head what I think the distinction is between A and B, but I wasn't sure if there was like a, like a thing. Like for me, androids, yeah. like, like data, like they have to have, or like the difference between I don't know. I don't like the Terminators. Yeah. Robots mm-hmm. or androids? Ro- I mean, both. Both. It's like a square so like, and a rectangle. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. like, it's like you know, some some of A, some of A are B, not all B are A sort of situation. It's where, an umbrella term? Yeah. And android is definitely like, if oh, we go by like, you know, your, your most common definitions of both words, an android is a robot. Sometimes the word gynoid is used because android uh, has a word basis in andros, which is the Greek word for man, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, general, it's used in in a general sense because, because, because uh, andros is also used to refer to mankind traditionally in that wonderful patriarchal way. Gynoid would specifically refer to a robot in female form. I thought that was a character on TNG. No, her name is Whoopi. I haven't got to Whoopi yet. Oh, she's Can't great. Wait. Yeah, it's she great. really is. It's great. What about um, replicants? What's the deal with replicants? Replicants is just a word that uh, Philip K. Dick, as far as I understand, but came they, up with. But aren't they biological? They're biological. So, like, that's, yeah. I think, it's so, like, I'm, see, I'm, I'm turning this over in my head. I'm thinking what might be the big, the, the easy shorthand distinction, for the most part, is going to be what the brain is. Is it a squishy person brain, like Frankenstein or a replicant? Then not necessarily a robot. A constructed being isn't necessarily a robot because a constructed being may be a clone, and that's just a person, just created artificially or mm. however. Whereas like Data or uh, the Bicentennial Man or our buddies in Cyberlad, like Cyberlad. Oh, Cyberlad! Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pour some out for the Cyberlad. Don't pour it out. That's precious fucking that's a waste. That's some Cuban rum right there. Come on. <laughs> okay, so. I have a question then. Yes. What do we categorize uh, intelligences without bodies as? To wit, uh, mm. Major Roddenberry's voice on Star Trek computer. computer. Yeah. And uh, the 2001... Hal. Hal. Yeah. Uh, are those robots? Those are AIs. Right. But not yeah, but robots. You, you said it uh, that it was about the brain. Okay. That's fair. So then... So then it looks like we're looking... We, we want well, a brain. But that's a physical... And also... A phys- yeah, like a, a body... Some mm-hmm. some sort of a thing that has like a, a tetrapod esque body so alignment, a mobile unit that mm-hmm. can interact with its immediate surroundings. How's that? And so not like well, no, Moya is actually Moya is a watch, ship. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Moya is a biological In ship. Farscape. Yeah. 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 Moya is a living ship. Yeah. But with a with a. See, I'm I'm wondering um, whether or not it's a carbon or a silicon base. Mm, not to take mm. it too. No, pedantic. this is this is no this that is that is actually a good way to go because because I, that's often a distinction that is made in fiction when there's a tension between robots and people. Is yeah. it organic? Yeah, because I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about the difference between the traditional Cylons mm. and then like six. Oh yeah, mm. because I would think she is potentially an android, whereas they are clearly robots. Is she the one in a red dress? Yeah. Well, I mean, no, but Trisha all the Cylons. Oh, you mean like the Cylons in the original Battlestar versus the modern? Battlestar? Yeah, because they they have that. You see the original fighter ones in the new Battlestar. Oh, with the with the sweet eyes. Yeah, and they make that the Knight Rider. Vroom, vroom yeah, noise. I love that thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, those guys. I mean, like you could you can make a case for both being androids, but like it depends on how fine tuned you want to put your definition. Like. An android like Data is is a is a very convincingly organic seeming being, and he's functional in every way. Yes, yes, anatomically correct uh, and fully functional. Oh dear, Data. Which mm, oh, no. I've got Data problems. Oh, so <laughs> I'm using all my Data too quickly. Oh, 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 oh. goodness. <laughs> so what got me thinking about this topic was thinking about the Good Place and Janet, oh. who will tell you that she is not a, a not a robot. I'm not a robot. She's not a robot. 
but she's no, so, a lot so, like a robot. Okay, so here's without getting too spoilery because I know mm-hmm. Caitlin. Now that I I have I have now since you know since the last time good, the Good Place has been mentioned, I have seen this series now. We we can discuss a lot of Janet without a bit, getting yeah, into yeah, anything. Yeah. Um, because like yeah, Janet Janet makes herself pretty evident as to what she is, but she's not. She doesn't actually have a permanent body. She just appears and disappears. Like she's not. She's not a permanent she's a form. Q. <laughs> no, I think she she te- well. See, here's the problem with the Janets is we got to go back to that whole science we don't understand is indistinguishable from magic. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I don't think when Janet disappears. So on the Good Place, Janet is the user interface for the Good Place. So she's Clippy. Yeah, yeah. She's essentially she's a very she's a very cute. Sweet, much more helpful oh, Clippy or Navi from the freaking oh. Legend of Zelda. Like when you need something, hey! you say, "Hey, Janet," and she literally appears behind you. Hi. So with she's a a, oh, so she's like Alexa. Yeah, yeah. but or with Siri. a body. Who is? Yeah. And she's so cute, and she has like the most amazing outfits. Like she's always so very like smartly put together. I, don't know. I love Janet. Well, can you imagine if like the face of the whole operation of Heaven was dressed like shit? That's true. I mean, well, she's not like, but she's not like the Metatron, wouldn't it? And and so I kind of almost think she falls into a golem like thing because she's powered by creation. She's powered by like God, by magic, basically. Yeah, I mean, and I think I think maybe good delving into Janet too much might be delving into too much of the theology of the show, which I don't know if that's a cop out because I just can't. They give her a lot of mechanical stuff like yeah. they use computery words about her yeah yeah she needs to be rebooted mm-hmm. and all this stuff and her memory is wiped yeah. she she does have a she has a digital aspect to her but she doesn't have a mechanical aspect to her she's very like siri alexa she's she's a i i, I would still hold to considering her a more of a virtual being rather than an mm-hmm. a physical electronic mm-hmm. being just for that reason, like like so, all the terminology that's used, all the technological terminology that's used with her is the stuff that we would associate with just like, I don't know, she's in the cloud, you know? No, she's the mm-hmm. Enterprise. She has the ability to teleport. She mm-hmm. has the ability to make whatever you ask her for. And she has the ability to be like a holodeck. She's like literally the Enterprise. I guess so. But like as a person. Have we seen her appear? Like, I'm, I feel like she's been in two places at once. Spoiler. No, no I don't know. Uh, well, you, you know, I already see where you're going with that. Yeah, well, mm, mm, we might have to table this. All right, yeah. we're going to have to for, table For it. a good place thing. All right, let's episode it back. On that. Yeah. All I will say is, like, it would make sense if she could be more than one place at once because there are lots and lots of people in heaven, presumably. Mm. So it wouldn't make sense for her not to be able to do that. Dr. Manhattan can do it. Why can't she? That's true. That is true. Oh. Big blue dick. <laughs> Long Island. <laughs> oh, it'll always tickle it's a me. joke that never gets old. Uh, the rum is helping. So the other robot that made me think about suggesting this topic was the robot in the Orville. Yes, I can't remember it well enough. His I'm name is Isaac. His name is Isaac, and uh, mm. I think. Oh gosh, I feel like I might be. We might be spoiling a bit for the Orville. Well, no, I mean, there's one episode where they go into. More about him, and it's stuff that just makes me laugh. The practical joke? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I really want to talk about. Yeah. It's kind... I mean, it's just oh, a... It's not. a joke spoiler. Yeah. So so Isaac is from a race of, like, robot people. Okay. They're, they're basically the Gathless. Yes. Sort of. Eh. But, like, in this... I'm, you know, fuck it. We're going to spoil a little bit of the Orville if you want to be surprised for this, like, one or two jokes. I, I just don't listen to the next, like... I don't know, three minutes or so. He explains that the reason he's the shape that he is is because it's more pleasing to humans. And while his robotic race is superior to humans, they need to learn about humans. So he's shaped like a person. But his face is only there so that you can have something to talk to. He, like, lives in, like, his chest. Mm. So they stick refrigerator, like, Mr. Potato Head pieces to his face. Which is so stupid. The Orville is what would happen if you let me go into space. <laughs> is how I watch the show. And I'm like, yeah, except that they're, com- believe it or not, they're actually competent at their jobs. They're idiots, but they're good at what they do. Mm. Yeah, but the, the way that plot line played out was like my favorite because yeah. they're trying to teach him about practical jokes. It's humans, they're confusing practical jokes, right? It's classical sort of yeah. try and get the robot to understand human Teach humor, me humor thing. Yeah. Right. So then um while one of the characters, the other characters is sleeping, Isaac amputates his leg. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. 
and then like, and then hides ha, 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 ha. it and then hides it yeah which is later found but <laughs> it's, like, it's like the best reveal that episode is so it twisted was, wow. it was what great because he was like this is a really funny joke <laughs> like because to him well he tried yeah but, it would be funny if you took his lay yeah but yeah maybe <laughs> It's it's a pretty great reveal. Yeah, that everyone is horrified, and the you, you the viewer are horrified. It's and pretty good uh, twist of dark humor there. Yeah, it was yeah. that was just, that was a decent episode. I like that show well, a lot. speaking of the Geth, does this unit have a soul? Hmm. Well, so the Geth in Mass Effect, Karen. That's the we just got to her in, in our our play of that, didn't we? Is she the woman in the full body suit? That's, She's not a Geth. That's oh, Aquarian. Oh, okay. Sorry. But the Aquarian did create the Geth, which is why. It's an understandable mix-up because, like, aesthetically, the Geth are slightly modeled-ish after, like, you can see a similarity. yeah, I never thought of that. They kind of had the same legs. You did meet the Geth, but only to fight them. Yeah, they're the first mission. That's who the scary dudes were who were... They make the robot noises, and then you're shooting them, and then they're impaling people, and they're making more Geth out of those people by impaling them. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, you remember that, Kayla? What hashtag? Oh, yes. I mean, I haven't played it, so you have to remember. I know, but like, you live in the house with a player. Two, at one point. Yes. The the Geth were, were like, I feel like the Geth and Mass Effect were a classic um, example, like the classic robot trope of, you know, what, what is human what makes you what makes you human what makes you not like at one yeah. point what well, at what point do you have a right to live it's you know it's the measure of a man but like you know drawn out oh god i hate that episode do you really do yeah. you really oh it's a lawyer episode of i'm like what? what are you doing In, uh, this Trek. is not In court <laughs> stop it no you're not picard you're not a lawyer oh god it's like it's a military court that's it's different it's naval court it's navy navy court rules they have rules you can't yeah. just pontificate about shit uh, don't get me started it's you know switch anyways what this what this illustrates is I, I feel like in a lot of ways robots are always used to tell the same set of like three stories mm-hmm. right it's always like okay what is humanity and like what does it mean to be human and yeah. the joke storylines of what is human humor and then the like when have i the robot become human mm-hmm. that's like that's like it i mean they're well, every great, once in a while like but... you know the there's the the alternate angle of like who's who's really the inhuman one here. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. the Frankenstein's monster, but with robots. Yeah, like yeah. well, that's when you what happens with uh, Galactica. Mm. They have a couple of really good episodes. Well, I say really good if you know readers are triggered by things like I don't know sexual assault and Ooh. who would be? I mean, there's a there's an episode of Battlestar where a six unit gets pretty severely brutalized because she's not real so what does it matter and of course what you're looking at is someone you know as a a watcher of the show is an actress and Mm -hmm. you know i mean yes i realize it's make-believe but it's still a person and it's still person-shaped you know we have such a an amazing ability to anthropomorphize like everything Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. it was a really difficult that was the pegasus episode it was a really difficult episode to watch you know, he's like, oh, yeah, holy shit, maybe Cylons are people, too. So this, I mean, that's also like touched on in Westworld, as far as I understand. I still haven't yes. gotten around to watching it yet. But that's a lot of um, just sort of assumed non-autonomy and mm. all these, like, fake people. But are they actual people? Yeah, what West, is it? yeah. Westworld is really, really good. Are, are you familiar with it at all? No. So it's an HBO series that's based on a movie. And oh. Anthony Hopkins plays a dude who runs, basically, it's Jurassic Park, but in the Old West. And instead of the dinosaurs, instead of there being dinosaurs, they're robotic, the AI people. So you get into town on the train, and it's expensive to go. You go and you you everything is bespoke. You get your period garb and you walk in on the train and every morning one character gets off the train and you can follow her story it's very much um sleep no more if anyone has had the ability to go and see that particular production you can follow people around and all of the robots are in there doing their robot thing you know this this one lady runs the brothel and this one lady is you know a trick and they have these set patterns but slowly the monkeys typing the code infinitely start creating life and the characters start basically <laughs> when the pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. Yes. That, they start to eat the tourists. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you get people who go in and they're like, well, I'm just in here to murder and rape whatever I can get because they're not real. 
So people will go in and be like, I'm going to put on a black hat and I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And then they're like, all right, well, we have a special protocol for when like the Native Americans attack and we have a special, and and in order to like dehumanize them off, off the set, like in the wings, not in the world, but like backstage, they're always naked. Mm. Like, so that you, you don't, they're not real to remind you that they're not real because they're, you know, they're robots, but they're all of their body parts have been like 3D printed. So they're 3D printed bones and they're 3D pl- printed flesh. And the, like the opening credits shows them like meticulously embroidering the iris of the eye. Interesting. Yeah. There's an image. Man. It's really, it's really, really cool. And it does some really good stuff. And um, I'm trying to remember what her name is. Evan Rachel Wood mm. oh, okay. is unfucking real in this show. Because she plays one of the replicant, one of the people, um, one of the robots. And so she has to be able to go through. And so you'll be talking and all their programming is either like Wi-Fi in or you can be like um, program record. And then suddenly they'll be like, hey, how are you doing? And then go stock still and everything will like become like a computer interface. The acting on the show is amazing. It's really very good. But it is an entire show devoted to what is life? Where does life begin? And when the pirates start to eat the tourists, mm-hmm. it kind of goes crazy pants from there. But it's very good. It's making me think now of um, Ex Machina, mm. the movie with uh, Oscar Isaac. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard amazing things. It's it's interesting. I, I'm not sure what I was expecting, but it wasn't quite what I expected. But it definitely, it plays with that whole, with creating an AI that's uh, indistinguishable for, from from a human and and then it goes into just sort of this this idea of autonomy and and actually like you know puts it into it it takes it into like an objectification of women Hmm. side of things it makes me think of the doctor on ds9 oh he's a really interesting one because he's both so like human-y and also so tethered like you're reminded yeah. a lot about how he's a hologram and how he can only do so many things because he's a hologram. DS, not DS Nine. You talking about Voyager. Voyager? Oh, I am talking about Voyager. But, Sorry, but it does come <laughs> up. It starts. It, that, that scene is planted in DS Nine with uh, like like Vic Fontaine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally right. You're totally right. Vic Fontaine is a weird one. Vic Fontaine. I, I was watching. I mean, we finished watching DS Nine in my house. And I was watching those episodes, and I'm like, I can't imagine being in the writer's room where they came up with this. Yeah. Right? It's just so weird. To catch, to catch any readers mm-hmm. who, who don't know or remember this from, from Deep Space Nine, Vic Fontaine is like a holodeck figure. He's a program. So not actually, not even technically a robot there. Mm-hmm. Um, because he doesn't have a physical corporeal. He's just, he's, he's numbers. But he's a lounge singer in a, in a... You know, like a classic vintage nightclub, nightclub like program, and you can go and hang out, and like you know, he'll he'll croon at you, but he'll also like suddenly become your psychologist, and he'll sit down, and he'll just like talk to you, and he'll like you just he's just this weird little magical creature that'll just you know talk to everybody else too, and come back and give you advice, and you know set you up, and you know suddenly like you know create a happy ending with you and the girl you like, or some other bullshit like that, and it's just. I'm sitting here like, why is this an, in the, This is Star Trek. This is not only Star Trek. This is like the dark Star Trek where, like, politics are happening and it's a fake. And then the Dominion War and, like, but then suddenly you're just hanging out with Vic and he's just gonna, you know, just make your life a little better. It's weird. Yeah. But, yeah, th- but there's this whole, like, he has he has a life. Mm-hmm. And he has this, this sentience to him. And it almost, like... Well, they set him free. Like, there's a whole plot line about oh. how they let him out of yeah. his program. And they let him, like, show up around the ship wherever he wants to. Yeah, why would they? Like, why? I mean, like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Not enough, genre savvy. Enough people got attached to him that they think that this is a good idea. But at the same time, like, we've seen so many times at this point what happens when they get out of the holodeck. Like... Granted, he's not like Genghis Khan or fucking Jack the Ripper or some shit. But well, he didn't Jack do any of Moriarty. those things. He didn't go evil. No, as far as we know, but maybe yeah. he was just playing the long con. Hmm. I've seen Star Trek. Yeah, but you gotta figure, and I don't know where this originally came from. This is not an original idea to myself, and if I can find it, I'll put it in show notes. How much time has passed since the invention of the holodeck and how many times we've seen it? Like, it's got to be like, it only breaks down. Like, we, it looks like the holodeck breaks down all the time. Mm. But you figure there are how many ships, how many of them have holodecks or yeah. holosuites. 
It's got to be like a fraction of the time, and it just so happens those are the weeks we tune in to that one ship where it's like not even statistically significant. Because you don't want to like see them like, you know, like, oh, I'm from the golfing simulator again. Or, you know, Uh, I'd like to see William Riker's twisted sexual (laughs) fantasy holodeck. I am the (laughs) goddess of love. Wait, no, what is it? Barclays? Oh, God, Barclay. I am the goddess of empathy, I think. Goddess of empathy, that's right. Broccoli. Broccoli. Oh, broccoli. Oh. But yeah, I don't... That's a hard question. I'm not going to be ready when our robot overlords take over. When Skynet goes online, I'm a little fucked. Because I'm going to be like... Because I'm, I will have remembered seeing that movie Maximum Overdrive and just being <laughs> deathly afraid. I have to admit, there are times when I try to be, like, extra nice to appliances. Because I have seen Maximum Overdrive, and I know at any time they could rise up and kill us all. And we're starting to have smart appliances now. Yeah. Listen, I got one in my fridge. Do you really? Yeah, I got it for cheap. It was a, it was a deal. What is it? It's uh, it's the egg minder. So I got, like, you know, you Did put it your... come with your meh order? Yeah, it came with my meh order. Came with the, I paid five dollars for a box full of random crap. I also have an extra large leather biker vest with Texas on the back. Oh, we were supposed to try that sucker on. Well, oh yeah. Well, and some other time. Um, that vest ain't going nowhere. I I know of a couple of masks that would look really great with the gigantic Texas. Perfect. Oh. We're just assembling some sort yep. of. We'll make a robot and we'll just put it all on. Some him. sort of um, four-headed, fox-headed robot. Oh God. Oh lord! But no, my uh, my egg my, my egg thing is um you basically you put you put your dozen eggs in there and it has a little sensor on the bottom of each little well so that when you take it out it'll sink and it'll you know keep an eye on like how many eggs you have how old they are um and when it's time to buy more eggs and when they're um, bad they throw it at you yes. <laughs> But uh, I think it already run out of battery. I don't know how to recharge it. And uh, the app never sinks. So as far as I know right now, I have a dozen eggs. Okay. Do you know the trick to know whether or not how your eggs are doing? Uh, rotten, the... rotten eggs will float. You can put them in water. I Good mean, eggs will sink to the bottom. It seems like a lot Bad of work, ones, Karen. I Bad just, ones will float. I just, Readers, I just... just as a tip, if you have eggs and you are unsure how long they have been in your refrigerator. Just a tip. And you want to know whether or not they are safe to eat. Submerge them in water, and if they float, do not eat them. If they sink, they're still good. Or you can do like I do, and uh, just be like, how many how many months have I had it? <clears throat> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Crack it into a bowl, smell it, and then use it, probably. This is a re- <laughs> literally a recipe for disaster. It's my egg minder. Look, I have a dozen eggs. I'm pretty sure I have like eight. Oh my god, that's adorable. Please pick me first. Yeah, please pick me first. It tells you. Oh, yeah. It just, it doesn't yeah. know. Egg minder. I hardly know her. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, so that so, sooner or later it'll it'll be like no, this is, this is a fresh egg, and then it tries to kill me mm-hmm. with eggs. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the important stuff. Yes, Gigolo Joe in artificial intelligence. Oh, oh AI AI. or yeah, I, I mean, I yes. would consider him. Is he's not an android? Yes, oh. he's both. Oh, that's androids true. are robots. That's true. They're that's just true. a type of robot. And Square, I should... rectangle. I know I should remember this because it's the same thing with turtles and tortoises. Really? Tortoises are a special kind of turtle. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm mm-hmm. not sure I realized that. Huh. Is so. it the same with rabbits and hares? Are hares just a special sort of rabbit? No, I think the difference between rabbits and hares is an issue of like um, uh, domestication. Ah. Oh. Rabbits are domesticated, hares are not. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong about that. My lapine knowledge is not fantastic. Well, thanks um, for nothing, Karen. All right, reader, readers will follow up with that, or if any of you are... Um, Bunny people. Rabbitologists. <laughs> Rabbitologists. Bunny people. Bunny people. What a horrifying thought. <laughs> but I don't God. think you're wrong about Gigolo Joe. What do you know? I, I mean, he's... That whole movie. Oh, God. That whole movie. That movie That's... is difficult. Haley Joel Osment went that entire movie without blinking. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure much. he does not blink in the entire movie. Whoa. It's like... That's horrifying. But that, yeah, that's that's another one of those, like, humanizing of the inhuman sort of movie. Where, like, it's all this little Pinocchio parable of everyone's a victim, but they but they have a sentience and they feel and they do hurt. and But yet they're torn apart and they're thrown in the garbage and they're, they're used and... They'll never be a real boy. Yeah. Like the Velveteen Rabbit gets to be a real bunny. Yeah. But not a Velveteen <sighs> Hare. But not a fucking Velveteen Hare. I would still watch a sequel of that movie if it was just Gigolo Joe and the teddy bear. My boyfriend says that all the time. Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure we, we agree on this. It's probably his fault. I have a question about robots. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, guys, but I play a game called Overwatch sometimes. What? I know. Well, what I is this? This is, a, this is a game? It's like a video game, yeah. Underwatch? Yes. Oh, Overwitch? Overwitch. Undertale? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Underwear? 
I just made you say underwear. There we go. But uh, there's the character that I play the most. First of all, there's a whole bunch of robots, right? Mm. They're called Omnics, but they're still just robots. Okay. But the one that I play all the time is called Zenyatta. And sometimes after he dies and comes back, he says... Pain is an excellent teacher. And this makes me think that the whole reason... First of all, wait. Okay. I don't fuck around with robots. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't watch a lot of movies about robots. Okay. I don't like robots. Uh-huh. I don't want fucking robots in my house. Uh-huh. I don't want any of that shit. I'm one of those people <laughs> that, like, when they eventually take over the world, I will be in a hermitage somewhere. With your Hitachi. Being like, well, obviously. <laughs> what if it takes over, too? Oh, uh, well. What a way to go. I going to say... <laughs> What's it going to force orgasm me to death? Yes. Threaten me with a good time. Threaten me with a gooder time. Um, Wasn't but... there a scene in Barbarella? Yeah, Ooh, I think so. Barbarella. Okay. I have to continue. see that. Yeah. I, I love the Duran Duran. <laughs> I love the Duran Duran song. Yeah, it's not the same thing. But anyway, can please continue? I didn't mean to derail. Is it a porn? Why are you yeah. making that face? It's like a, yeah, it's like it's a, like a song liberation porn. sort yeah. of. You see Jane Fonda's tits within like 30 seconds. What's the problem? <laughs> she gets put into that's a torture device that's like movie. a piano, but it gives her God, too much pleasure. thing. Really? It's supposed to drive My her pretty, crazy. pretty, pretty, pretty. Oh, yeah. It's a twisted movie. Oh, is that why they say, why they say that in the song? Batman forever. Wow, see, now I do have to watch it so I can understand the song yeah. better. Anyway, point. Well, my point is I don't fuck with robots. Yeah. And what has occurred to me, having played as Anyata for probably like 70 hours. Pain is an excellent teacher. Why? 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 Why did we make them fucking hurt? Because every robot uprising you've ever had probably could be avoided if you didn't give them pain. Because then they find out like, hey, you make me do lots of fucking shitty work that hurts me a lot. I'm fucking pissed. Mm. I'm uprising. Well, I just feel like pain is important though. Like you like as a as a person, that's that, that's that's why like people with leprosy, why it's a dangerous disease, because it, you just don't feel pain and you do so many things in your during your daily life where you need pain to let you know like I I feel bad when I watch those Boston robotics videos where they've got like the dude well, holding the thing the robot, and they try to kick the robot and oh. they hit boxes See, this out is of its why hands. Why don't fucking mess with robots? Well, that it, robot's gonna go crazy and Boston, fuck somebody up someday. Boston Dynamics is it Boston Dynamics? I thought it was Boston Robotics. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can you can we'll find Google it. it. Yeah, and see it. But you know, oh, so, so, people so, like Boston like, planning the end of humanity more like it. Boston Uncanny Valley. Yeah, they're all weird. The the, the dogs. The dogs. Uh-uh. That can go over like uneven terrain yeah. and stuff. But yeah, you. <laughs> no, it's not fun. You, you need to. Like, people need pain. People do. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's. Unfortunately, we, we're not as a species great at using logic that we don't have. I mean, like, think even but, on like a, like a micro level, like, like beginner level, like, you know, concept of this. When you have no, when you are like numb from Novocaine from the dentist, and you're just like, you want to make sure, like, don't chew anything, don't try and eat, Which because I you know done. what you're gonna happen? You're gonna fucking chew the inside of your cheek off. Mm-hmm. You're gonna bite your lip to death, or you're gonna spill soup all over your face. That's what I did. When There's I my that too, teeth out. and you're not gonna fucking feel it, but then you realize you're scalding your, you're scalding your lips or something. Well, it wasn't that hot, but what I really suffered from was my grandmother being like, "You're spilling it all over yourself," and me still half anesthetized, being like, "I am not. Shut up." <laughs> I was. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> if you're still listening. But, like, that's that's where pain comes in. It's like, don't do this thing that is destructive. Okay, but, like, if my microwave stops working, I'm able to figure it out without it having pain. Yeah, but you want your microwave to be able to figure itself out. No, I don't. In this scenario. No, in this I fucking scenario. don't. No, yeah, I in this scenario, you want, no, it, you want microwave heal thyself. No, there's no scenario in which I want my microwave <laughs> to know when it's broken. But, like, here's the thing. If we're at this my microwave is broken. But it's broken in this really dumb way where the only thing that's broken about it is the number three doesn't work. Oh. Well, you that can is, work around that. That is yeah. dumb. So I put a lot of things in at like 29 seconds. 29, yeah. That's true. I like that. I've done that um, more often than normal people because something, it was probably like an XKCD or something that pointed out the underutilized numbers, like eight, you know. And it's like, well, get get a little exercise out of those so I don't wear out the other ones so quickly. So Mm -hmm. like set it at like 68 seconds if I wanted to be. 70 seconds, which is a weirdly precise number. Or 110, one minute 10. Rest in peace, three. Yeah, see? This is what I'm afraid of. This is what I'm always afraid of. I'm afraid of losing the three. I'm ready for it. So if the microwave had pain, we would know. It Stop would like, pressing my three. My three hurts. Yikes. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. 
if we're in this like advanced society where we figured robots out and we figured all this shit out, yeah. Why don't we just have like remember in Wally how like Eve was one of many and yeah. they all kind of had like a pod thing and they could check without opening her to see whether or not she had plant. True. Like fucking pop the thing into its charger base and let it diagnose it. We don't need it to feel pain and That's lead valid. to the fucking uprising and wipe out humanity. Mm. Just to fucking knows if it has a screw loose. You know how many people walk around with screws loose and they don't know it? Okay, but here's a flaw in your plan, though, is the thing. No, oh, okay. but go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's say the robots want power, not because they feel pain, just because they like the idea of dominion over the humans. And they don't feel any pain, because it's Caitlin Land. Here's the so thing. So now we have no weapons against them, because they don't care. They don't They're care, like honey if badgers. You, if you blow them up, they still... But that would be... That's like the zombie. That's like the zombie argument. You have uh, you have an enemy that oh, can did actually. Did I mention that I don't fuck with zombies? Well, either? no, I don't either. <laughs> but I mean, that, now you you have created yourself, you know, an enemy that can actually participate in total war. And that's what I loved about the episode of thirty three of Battlestar Galactica is the Cylons just attack every thirty three minutes, regardless, and it's amazing. And everybody should watch it. It's the best episode of that whole damn TV show. It's a good episode. I well, mean, you guys are right. There's no way to avoid robots taking over the world, <laughs> so we should just abandon it. Immediately. Not the world, but robots. But we would need... Oh, okay. I was going to say, but we would need machines to get off the world. Yeah, but you've seen how fucking auto... What is it? What's his name in uh, in Wally? The autopilot? Auto. Is it just called auto? O-T-T-O. Auto. Yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> I really... He's bad. He is. Um, yeah, no, fuck robots. That's all. Unless they're like remote, remote controlled. You want to have some battle bots. See, now you got me thinking about Mo. Mo. Oh, the 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 hyper clean robot and Wally. And uh, I love Wally. Like Wally Wally's is great. My, my little sweetheart. The massage like, bot. No, that massage bot is gonna fucking kill people. No, he's great. No, he he just gets a little excited sometimes. Liz, you need to calm him down for a second. Liz, this is like what George, bada, 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 this is what George says about Lenny, Liz. Oh. And Lenny killed that woman, okay? So the massage bot is not good, okay? <laughs> Tell Let's us about the rabbit's massage bot. <laughs> Tell <laughs> us about the rabbit. I'm going to have to put the massage bot down someday. <laughs> My God, that's twisted. That's, a, that's, a, that's an innuendo right there. And the sadness. Had to put the massage bot down someday. No, if you know what I mean. Hey, as it were. No, it's Kaylin with a Hitachi. No, Kaylin doesn't have a Hitachi. Please, Kaylin's not made of money. <laughs> Kaylin has a knockoff called like the Euphoria or some shit. But I'll tell you, Smith Smith Machi. Smith. It's a Hibachi grill. <laughs> That's what happens when a Hitachi goes bad. <laughs> it's a Hibachi. <laughs> Hey, it still makes her hot. Oh. oh. No, no, you, you are. I don't deserve no, it. Yeah, no, you, you do. do. You do. You do. Oh, you do. Oh, God. I feel so unclean. That was beautiful. That was a journey, Maltech. That was great. We're talking about robots, guys. Okay, so I have. We were a... talking about robots basically this whole time. I, I do have a question, though. Now, let's stop talking about, like, for a second. Yeah. Fictitious robots. Let's talk about like the real Actual ones. robots. That's what we just did. We talked about my microwave and the three and the Hitachi. No, I know, but I want to talk about other kinds of robots because she keeps saying fuck robots. And I want, mm. because they make fuck robots. Oh, now. well, then never mind. I'm back on board with robots. What? Like, like, like sex dolls. But fuck like, robots. but like now they've, now they've, like they've hydraulic. actually put the. Oh! Yes, they do. There are fuck machines. That's true. They oh. literally have like You're talking a about thing. like a Sibian? I don't know what that is. Oh god. How do oh. I know what this is and you don't? Oh no. I think of them as, think of them as fuck robots. She's right though. It's like a fucking well, I'm thinking of like a machine. It's a hydraulic a... pump that you like stick a dildo on and it just Yeah, but that doesn't make it a robot. That no, but I'm machine. I'm like thinking of the the Sibian, by the way, is basically a vibrator you can ride. Ooh. <laughs> I that's, mean, we will not be linking that one, readers. You got to find that yourself. Damn, that that's like can all you I can think of it? is <laughs> we, we could do a link to the let me Google that for you. <laughs> I love let me Google that for you. My God, is that a robot? No, it's no, an AI. No, I know it's no, not. it's not, not even, even an AI. It's command. It's command. I know. It's a search. It's a program. I know. I know. God. <laughs> God. It's like the mechanical bull of No, vibrators. tell me more about that. So that these are actual Ooh. robots that do the sex? That's a good idea. Yeah, well, they idea. have, like, they look like ladies. And are we talking about, like, like, we're talking about, like, dolls. sex dolls? But, like, yeah. do they have, like, what what component makes them a robot? They're, they're like sex dolls from Pirates of the Caribbean. 
right? Yeah, so like, what is that? <laughs> it's shit. Except when the ride breaks, the pirates don't start fucking the... the <laughs> <laughs> now they do, apparently. <laughs> that would be a... No, but wait, are you just talking about real dolls? Yeah. No, they're, they're, not, not, they're, they're animatronic. Not, they have... A, they, this exists. I've there seen are YouTube. animatronic yeah, fuck dolls. Yes. yes. <laughs> so what, And people okay. do like all sorts of like... Like, I think they had one at like a convention... And they had to oh, hide it because people, people were, were doing, doing shitty things, things to it and broke it within like a, a ridiculously short amount of time. I want to say like an hour, but I have no idea. Which is why they can't have nice things. Yeah. Yeah. This is why the robots will arise. Oh, Lord. Wow. I actually, there was a comic that I used to read a long time ago, ago called Sexy Losers. And a lot of it is very problematic, I realized, looking back on it. But um, there was a, like a fairy who would bring sex dolls to life. To, like, try to get them to escape from what they knew. And, like, some of them, like, which is just being used as, like, you know, a sex doll would be used. And uh, one of them, you know, seeks revenge and, like, kills the guy that, like, owned her. And one of them becomes a prostitute. And she's like, it's all I know. Oh. So. This seems like a a storyline that, like, Ogolov could, like. Or Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Can we get Scarlett Johansson for this, too? Oh, or? no, no. I mean, sarcasm. Like, the actual sarcasm, shit. Come on. Guys. Um, I've actually no. never seen it, you know? Yeah, no, me not it's, it's, uh, it's, like, definitely one of those, like, highbrow. Not, no, not highbrow, but, like, thinky anime. Um, like, oh, when I first God, watched it in mind. college, I was like, wow, I don't I kind of, it's a little too complicated. And then, like, when I've come back to it later, like, when the second movie, Innocence, came out, I went back and watched that. Like, I, I saw that one, I think, in the theater. And I got it a lot better. Um, but it's definitely, it's, it's definitely that whole idea of, you know, what's, what is consciousness? What is just the, the meaning, like the cerebral aspects of exploring sentience and, and personhood in a way. Hmm. But like, yeah, no, it it definitely also has like this, 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 this world where, where robots exist, where, where basically androids exist. Though I don't think they use that word. They use a, I don't remember what they use. Like, I don't remember what the terminology is, but like there are geisha bots. And, you know, they're, like, it's a very regular, like, you know, in terms of the story itself, like, you know, recurring thing that happens is just, you know, robots that rise up and and rebel and start killing people. Rise up, yes, because they're prostitutes. Heyo. Classic Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, all right. All right, so you mentioned you mentioned Ghost in the Shell. Wow. You mentioned Ghost in the Shell. I'm gonna try it again, one more time. This, yeah. I'm gonna take this glass and put it. With you like the, the it's empty, mm, Karen. Like the no, empty. I know. There's nothing. It's, nothing it's hurt me. There's a little drop left. No, oh. no. Okay. It was delicious, by the way. It Thank was you. delicious. Thank you. That was. Uh, I don't. I just uh, that one I made up on the spot. Readers, we have uh, gotten ourselves wacky on um, some. Uh, what is this? I think Karen is actually having a stroke. This is uh, Havana oh, Club, Anyeho Run. Mm, yeah, that was, was tasty. It was brought into the United States for me by some friends who were wonderful to me, as well as a bit of strawberry syrup and some lemonade. It was delicious. Yeah, it was a thing. Ten out of ten. See, we'll drink again. Oh no, <laughs> that means yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the similar vein of Ghost in the Shell, what do we feel about RoboCop? Ooh, well, that's not a robot. That's not a robot, though. Well, that's he's what a, I'm asking. He's a cyborg. Okay, right? that's that's so a difference. cyborg. Okay. To bring that into the into the picture, a cyborg is going to be uh, generally is a person who has robotic parts attached, upgrades. but the core is a person. Yeah, upgrades. I'm a cyborg now. What was my IUD and all? Yeah, Ooh. Cyberman, cyborg, or oh something no, different. absolutely, because I got human brains. They had human brains. Yeah, but the human brains aren't really leading, right? Because what they're doing isn't what their human brains would do. I guess that's true. They're hive mindy. They're so sort of um, the Borgy. Borgian. Oh, Borg. Mm. Yeah, those are cyborgs. Well, so. what about Daleks? Those would be Daleks are really just yeah. mecha because they're just yeah because yeah. they're little people inside or they're yeah, little, little brains animals. yeah well, yeah no they're a whole thing a whole alien not just yeah a whole brain. alien oh, really? but they do kind of look brainy they're a little squiddy like they're, you, they're you, called uh, Khaled mutants which is Dalek of backwards of uh, but like yeah you open up a Dalek and there's a little person driving yeah I always kind of figured because that's where I thought they from the Ninja Turtles stole the idea Krang? for Utrams and oh. Krang is from the inner squishy bits of yeah I could believe that it could be. I buy it. All right. So that's the difference between a cyborg and essentially a mech. 
Wait, yeah. so what, what is a what, so where would we rank Cybermen? Because they are yeah, they are ten bodies with yeah. a human brain, but okay. they follow like a hive mind objective. But do they? So who? So where does the they hive don't mind exactly. come from? Exactly, that's the ood. The ood have sort of a hive mind thing going on. I guess they're like brainwashed cyborgs. Yeah, because they're okay. they are assimilated, which makes me think okay. they're reprogrammed, kind of. Yeah, that sounds about right. So then, what would they be? So I'm willing. I'm willing to go with like. Hmm. I almost feel like if they're robots that are using human parts rather than okay. humans rather that than are vice using versa, which yeah. is like a high yeah, cyborg. This is very fine tuned here. This is look at our taxonomy. So Borg, water, Borg, Borg men, as opposed to cyborg. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Quiet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to give it to the readers to figure this one out. Yeah, we'll leave that to you guys to give us a call. That's gonna fall out. That's what she said. I said correct. <laughs> Just shake it. But only like twice because more give, than that you're playing shake. with it. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. So one last question. Yeah. Do you have a favorite robot? Oh god. Aside from the Hitachi. Aside from the Hitachi. <laughs> oh. I'm I'm just, I'm just looking around my apartment for any clue. I have no idea. <laughs> my my favorite is uh Liz's robotic vacuum. No. <laughs> Scrambles? Yeah. Yay! I haven't had Scrambles out in the while. Scr- Scrambles the death Scrambles dealer. named after the fucking tornado or hurricane, hurricane in, in uh, Metalocalypse. Yeah. Scrambles the uh, death, death dealer. dealer. Uh, yeah. Favorite robot. Good old Roomba. Aww. Thank you. That's the word I couldn't think of. It's a Roomba. Fuck they were yeah. Called. That was like the eye robot. Yeah, that was the eye vacuum. Ooh, no, like, yeah. Scrambles. I suck. Wait, no. That, uh, Scrambles is a is an i five ten, which was very early model um, back in the days. I. Scrambles was purchased with a uh, with the stimulus payment from the Bush era. That's how old he is. It's stimulate nothing, nothing. No favorite robot, Liz. Yeah. I don't oh. know. I don't know. That's a lot of pressure, man. Ah, uh, I mean, like I guess Data comes to mind. Like Data is the one that I I've I've followed followed the most in terms of like you know really like consumed media associated with said robot. Um, and really, you know, found their story interesting and compelling and followed them. Because, I mean, like, other favorites would be, like, Legion. Legion is an interesting one. And, you know, droids in Star Wars are always great. Liz, you get one. Yeah. But, you like, can... I'm Don't just... Don't take I'm, everybody else's I'm going answers. through. I'm going through, like, my thought process and recycling it back around to Data. Data. I'm going to go with Data. Mindy. Data. Yeah. Caitlin. Lolly. Aww. Motherfucking Grimlock. What's that? I don't even know what that is. He's a Dinobot from the Transformers. Wow. Yeah, the Transformers landed on Earth, and they took the shapes of cars because they needed to blend in, and then they found dinosaurs and thought, hey, we could make more Transformers, but they'll be dinosaurs when they transform, and Grimlock was the T-Rex, and he spoke in the third person. Me, Grimlock, wanna... And then there was, there was Grimlock, and the only other one I remember off the top of my head was, was named Slag. Which okay for an American okay for an American audience, less so for a British audience for there to be a character just named Slag. That's a bit but, of an issue. Yeah. But yeah, you guys didn't know Grimlock. No, no I, 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 was... I, I, you've mentioned Grimlock before, probably because because it, it's familiar now that you've described it. But I think I just missed Transformers. I think I was a little too late. That's fair. Oh. Transformers are an interesting thing though because they are robots. But like, who made in them? Disguise. In disguise, they're they're themselves. They the Allspark made them. What is that? That's their creator. creator of life. They come from the planet Cybertron. But like, if they're, I could be solving like... mysteries of life with the information I have stored in my head. But instead, I use that neuronal to remember shit about Transformers. So I think of robots as being like inherently man-made, and so I feel like Transformers are just a different kind of life. So I don't know if I think of them as being robots. Because if the Great Spark is like their god or their Big Bang or their whatever, mm-hmm. it seems to me that they're not actually robots because it seems like they happen naturally. And to me, that doesn't fit the bill of robot. Like, I know that it's an 80s cartoon for children and they're robots because robots are cool, but uh, I kind of just question their robotiness, I guess, because they seem to just have happened as opposed to having been created by humans or another thing. I mean, again, if the AllSpark was just a dude, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough Star Wars lore. Enough Star Wars lore? Yeah. To tell about Transformers? Yes. Yes, I'm gonna... Yes. (laughs) 
the rum has affected me as well, you see. What's your favorite robot, Look, Karen? I just said Grimlock. Grimlock. Oh, derp, sorry. <laughs> wow. Readers. Readers. <laughs> wow. Readers. Help us, readers. For the love of God, please oh, no. rate us and tell us your favorite Ooh. robot. We are at Foxes in the Hen House podcast at gmail.com. Ugh. Readers, Transformers, robots, or something else? More than meets the eye. More than meets the eye. You can tell me what you think about that uh, on Twitter. We collectively are Hen House Foxes, or you can tweet to me individually if you don't want these charlatans to know what you have to say. We can <laughs> keep it very private. My my uh, my Twitter handle is I almost said Hen House Foxes. That's not true at all. My Twitter handle. <laughs> Is Swery McCasshole. Hi, I'm older than Latvia. And I am constantly in And I'm Hollywood Fat Cat. You can also find us on Tumblr. We are foxesinthehenhouse.tumblr.com. And if you happen to have a favorite robot, because, I mean, it, clearly it, it's, it's Grimlock. But if you have another favorite robot that you would like to send us GIFs or GIFs of, that's where you can, you can send those images our way. Have you, uh, have you Googled the sex bot thing yet? Because I haven't. Is it, is it scary? Uh, yes. Or, better yet, if you were uh, given the money and resources to get your own sex bot, who would it be? Oh. Well, can you wow. make them to look like anybody? I don't know. Why not? Yeah, it's you're right. your fantasy. Wow. You yourself could have your very own Hiddlebutt. You're kind of asking for some inappropriate Facebook comments here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this is going to be a not safe for work conversation. Why don't you go ahead and uh, comment at us on our Facebook page. Let's all, let's all tempt fate together at facebook.com slash henhouseboxes. Are we going to get an Amazon review now that says, like, three stars, not safe for work? <laughs> for a super, super G-rated, very work-safe set of links, check out our WordPress at henhouseboxes.wordpress.com. Except for that one, let me Google that for you. Yeah. If you like what you heard and you'd like to hear more, Foxes in the Hen House can be found where all fine podcasts are sold. We are on Stitcher soundcloud google play and we're also on itunes and the great thing about itunes is you can give us ratings and reviews and when you give us five stars it's sort of like keeping me the fuck away from robots so that when they take over the world (laughs) i survive and become their queen so five star ratings would be great wow caitlin's secret plan is to become mom from futurama Mm. oh no i was gonna say isn't that b arthur but no she's um fembot Our intro and outro music are brought to us by the amazing Andy Hicks, and the track is called Fictional Character. Thank you for listening, readers, and bye. 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 Meep more. Beep boop. Powering off. Boo. Your entire life has been a mathematical error. Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer true.